Previously on Grand Designs. The door opens, and in steps the man known as Dwerven. It appears that you've all got into a bit of a mix-up. Bonbon, your employment with Gartuk will be suspended. Beckis, all your performances outside the walls are suspended for now. Carl, you will cease working on the mural at the Sloppy Bowl. I'll grab my robe and bow and I'll follow the cat. It stands up. It walks onto the grate and proceeds to melt like wax between the slats of the grate, dripping down into the sewer. If we think you're here with false purpose, my children will butcher you where you stand and dump your body into one of the drain pits. And as you walk in, you see the back of someone who's leaning over what appears to be a corpse on top of a large wooden table. The tray clatters to the ground, and the head in it goes rolling right up to your feet. Hello, and welcome to Rolmageddon Podcast, Grand Designs Campaign. We are in episode three at this point. We are a Pathfinder 2 horror campaign, so you have been warned. There might be some horrible things. Uh, it might just be more nonsense. Let's find out. I am Jason McKinley. I am the Game Master for this evening, and these are the players and the characters they are playing and the classes that their characters are and the ancestries slash races that their characters are. I feel like I'm being led through something. It's making me uncomfortable. (laughs) (laughs) I'm railroading your introduction, yes. Uh, I am Molly Oblivion. I am playing Bon Bon, a snow goblin uh, who is also an alchemist, and her trusty familiar Grimlock. Who has no class or ancestry? Grimlock has no class. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, he's he's got he's got he's a classy dude with with no class. I'm Ali Tariani. I play Carl, the Suel or True Elf Wizard, as well as his familiar Rufus, the flying orange cat, whose name is also sometimes Rupert. Yeah, sometimes I screw that one up. I thought it was Rupert, and now it's Rufus. I don't actually remember which name. name. (laughs) It was Rupert, and Rufus was his middle name. Oh, fuck. Uh, It's one of those two. (laughs) Uh, I'm Jordy. I'll be playing Beckus Brandywine. He is a human. His classes is Rogus and Bargus. And yeah, I'm a dancer. (laughs) (laughs) His interest gets weirder and weirder every week. Yeah. Hey, this one was your fault, okay? Yeah, my, you're my real fault. specific. <laughs> my fault. Genomus Rogus Artist. Genus Rogus Artist. So, last uh, episode, y'all got uh, sort of mixed up in a couple of things. You sort of resolved an issue with murdering somebody in cold blood in the street. That and is, then you got housebound. <laughs> murdering somebody in cold, that's hear, that's hearsay, and that is, uh, that's there, allegedly. There were witnesses. Allegedly. <laughs> there were allegedly witnesses. Nobody's seen these witnesses. <laughs> no, because they're still alive. They would be dead if you had seen them, I'm sure. Allegedly. Are they allegedly. reputable witnesses? I don't think so. <laughs> then you were asked to, uh, let's see, Beckus. Off to meet Bonnie the Broken, the leader of the Sewer Rats, a group of children that live beneath the streets of the East Block in Portsham Grand. And Bon Bon was sent off to meet a 
Skinner by the name of Weston, who was going to possibly, hopefully, help her get into the Eureka Research Academy so that she can solve some problems that she's been having. And Carl got awoken by a cat and then followed the cat into an alley where it proceeded to melt through a sewer grate. And so we're going to begin this episode with Bon Bon. Bon Bon, bon, bon you have just walked into an underground laboratory of sorts. There's a large wooden table, the body missing a head. The head was in a tray until the person who was uh, standing over the body tried to approach you and shake your hand and accidentally clipped it with his elbow. And now you're standing there and there's a head laying on the ground next to your feet. Uh, you are with Cinta, whose eyes have become quite wide as she sti- uh, they flick back and forth between the head on the ground and the bloodied, uh, blood-splattered figure of a Weston, who uh, looks a little bit embarrassed for knocking the head onto the ground. Uh, question, does the head speak? The head does not say anything. Okay, all right. Bremlock, who is at my feet, would probably start pawing at the head to try to pick it up and hand it to me because, you know, um, but, and I see him doing this, so I would stoop down and, and pick up the head. Is it, a, is it, what is the head? Is it a female head, a male head? It is, is a it, male head. Okay. Is it, are its eyes open? Is its mouth agape? Like what? Uh, is it? A little of both. Yes. Okay. All right. So I look down at the uh, head for a second and then I lift it up toward Weston and I say, you dropped this. Cinta's <laughs> eyes get even wider. Uh, Weston smiles at you and takes the head from you. He goes, oh, th- thank you. Thank you. Uh, very clumsy of me. Takes it and puts it back on the tray. These things happen. Uh, you, your reaction would suggest that you've um, dealt with things like this before. Most people are rather uncomfortable around the dead, particularly when they're in less than one solid piece. Oh, no. Well, uh, I was the daughter of the only alchemist in my tribe up north, and he also served as the tribe's only doctor. I've seen my fair share of corpses. I mean, a head is a head. If you've seen a goblin head, you've seen a human head. That's a very uh, productive and reasonable way of looking at it. Thank you. Bon Bon bats her eyes a little bit. She's starting (laughs) to feel a little weird. (laughs) What is this feeling? <laughs> Can't stop Deep you from flirting with the gut. mad scientist. Is this love that I'm feeling? I, Every time uh, I hear that song, I think about that freaking CD commercial, like the confirmations of the greatest love song. Yeah. Like, that one's always on it. I, I also suspect at this point, because Bon Bon uh, is taken a little aback by this bizarre person that she's now met, she tries to very quickly like, rustle up some composure so she jolts out her hand and says i am bonbon he reaches out his hands and shakes yours with one bloodied glove weston yes so you're the one that uh gartuk uh said was having some problems and needed to possibly find access to uh eureka's academy um yes i have traveled far and wide uh, in search of any information or research that might help me repair some damage that I accidentally caused among my people, and I was directed here 
and told to find the Eureka Academy and that those at the Eureka Academy would be able to help me solve my problem. It is quite possible. They are um, a stubborn a lot. They don't like to stretch their minds quite as much as they should for the purposes of science, but uh, they may have answers. They're also very... They have many resources, so they what could possibly help you. What do you mean stretch you. their minds? Well, I mean, uh, if you do certain experiments, they frown upon it. Such as? Such as uh, he gestures to the body, defeating death. This is an experiment in defeating death? In a manner of speaking. It's the first steps. By the uh, way, Grimlock is climbing up his leg. <laughs> uh, what an interesting creature. You don't happen to have more of these, do you? Like maybe ones that have become recently deceased? <laughs> What would a note say, Bon Bon? Grimlock dead. Details later. <laughs> uh, um, no, he uh, he is one of a kind. I made him myself. Ah, construct, I see. Yes. I make my way toward the slab because I'm a little curious as to what this experiment is that he's talking about. So what do you, what do you mean you're experimenting in cheating death. Are you trying to reanimate this corpse? Uh, yes, in a manner of speaking. I'm, I'm starting small, starting with the head itself rather than the entire corpse. But um, it's just for most, uh, well, I mean, I guess all of history of thinking creatures, we've had to rely on fickle gods and unstable magic in order to do, defeat death and I hope to circumvent that, where men may take their own destiny into their own hands and not have to pray to a bunch of strange, otherworldly beings that have no concept of what it is to be mortal. And the other researchers at the Eureka Academy were not quite as understanding of what I wish to do. They prefer to leave that sort of things into the hands of the priests, mostly due to the politics of their main research branch and how uh, incestuous it is with the temples in uh, the town of Nalia. So I do my research here. Now, speaking of which, uh, Sinta, the package. Sinta reaches over and hands him the pa package, which he eagerly unwraps. He opens it up, and inside are these alchemical vials of this sort of glowing yellowish liquid. He says, ah, excellent. This will keep the corpses preserved for longer. And sets it aside. So tell me what it is that I can do for you. You wish to speak to someone in specific, or you just wish to get in there, or are you just trying to get through the gates? Bonbon bon is a little stunned for a few moments. And then, yes? What was your question? Would I like to go through the gates of the Eureka Academy? Exactly how can I help you? Uh, well, um, I look at Sinta because Sinta's the one that brought me here. <laughs> Sinta's just looking a little shell-shocked at this point. <laughs> Did, your hands uh, kind of twitching near the area of her clothing where you know she hides knives. Sinta, <laughs> uh, you brought me here to speak with Weston. Yeah. What did you think that he might be able to do for me? I don't know. Gartuk just said that he used to be in the academy and maybe he can help you out. Well, okay. Say that a person, not me, uh, a friend, 
uh, had accidentally sterilized their entire tribe with an alchemical solution that was supposed to actually cause hypervirility. And now no one in my their tribe uh, can have children. And so their tribe is now at risk of extinction. Would you know of anywhere that I might find an alchemical solution or something that could potentially reverse the effects because nothing that I have done has helped. And my people will eventually run out. Her, my friend's people will eventually run out of time. Well, that's an interesting conundrum. Uh, certain bit of irony in it. I'm trying to take the dead and bring life, and you tried to create life and brought death. That's an interesting way to look at it. I think the people in the Eureka Academy, uh, if you could talk to the right person, might be fairly interested in your problem. It's a, it's the sort of puzzle that they like to put their heads into. You would definitely need to be able to speak to the right person. You would need to be able to uh, sell your problem to them as to convince them that it will benefit them to do the research. And okay. you're going to need to, when you do speak to them, speak quickly and explain as much as you can, as fast as possible. They have very short attention spans there. Sometimes when they feel like um, what they're what they're being told isn't necessarily to their advantage. Most importantly, you're going to have to get through the gates. I can probably get that and get you some names of people that you would want to approach. Uh, the rest of the task of infiltration would be on you, of course. I can't help you. I could give you a map of the academy and tell you where to go that might help uh, this will take some time to get all of these materials together of course and contact the few people left in the academy who will actually speak with me in a at least semi-friendly manner and of course i would if i were you use your unique um, ancestry to appeal to their sense of curiosity most likely None of the those in the Academy have ever seen uh, a goblin of your type before, and they might be intrigued enough just to talk to you. Uh, I would avoid letting them run experiments on you. Thank you. That would all uh, that would all be wonderful. I really, I really appreciate that. Is there? Do you require any assistance with your experiments? In the meantime, I could help you uh, as a, a, a payment, a thank you for helping me. Well, it's very interesting you should ask. <laughs> I've heard of your uh, reputation of you and your companions in dealing with a certain uh, unorthodox individual who was abusing uh, the powers of life and death in a rather um, distasteful way. Oh, you are referring to the man who was stuffing corpses. And yes. 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 That yes. was unsettling. Yes, it's. Uh, <clears throat> I've always found taxidermy to be interesting as long as the creatures that are stuffed remain dead. Um, I have to say that it seems to me like a complete waste of resources and <clears throat> I, I mean I, I think that what you're doing seems to be extremely noble work and I would love to be a part of it in any way that I could but uh, to turn corpses into decorative objects you know, and to trust them up in such a way that they probably never even looked in life so that you can look at them in your home. It, it's 
bizarre and abusive to me. <laughs> oh, it's good to have someone who thinks in a similar manner. Yes. So what I'm asking of you could be potentially dangerous, but there will be payment in, in it for you and your friends beyond just the uh, information I can re- retrieve about the Academy. I have heard tell of a creature, a large and strange creature that's living in the sewers beneath the East Block. Um, some of the muckrakers have gone missing. This sort of oddity, uh, if it in- indeed is an oddity and not just some fanciful tale that someone is generating so that they can you know, murder people and dump them in the sewers, um, but such a creature would be most intriguing for my research. I would love to uh, get a look at it. Of course, this will require that individuals who are interested uh, enter into the sewers and slay the creature and bring me its body. Is this something you feel might be uh, up your alley, as they say? Uh, I Bon Bon looks as though she would basically do anything that this man told or asked her to. Um, <laughs> I think I trapped myself with this. Yeah. Um, but uh, but I, she she explains. So I I I will have to discuss this with my friend. I doubt that this is something I could accomplish on my own. But I also don't want to commit to something dangerous with a friend until I've spoken with him and of made course, sure. Of yes. Course. But um as long as he agrees, yes, absolutely. We'll help one hundred percent. Excellent. If you if you choose to do this, I have some helpful supplies which would assist you in your endeavor. Excellent. Mainly at the move moving corpses can be quite um complicated sometimes. Tell so tell me about it. I have a special bag for that. Oh. A corpse moving bag? Well, it's a bag that holds more than it should. Oh. It's an enchanted device. As much as I find enchanted devices somewhat distasteful, they are necessary in certain cases. Well, um, I really I appreciate all this information. Would you possibly be able to write down some of the information you've relayed to me so that I can take it to my friend so that I don't forget it? Uh, sure, sure. Okay. Basically just scribbles down some notes. Talking about the muckrakers uh, have been gone, going missing. They say there's uh, some creature down there that's eating them. Um, something vicious and bestial. So he does not uh, have much more information than that. He suggests that maybe you talk to the muckrakers. If you can, they might know something. What is a muckraker? They are the people that climb down into the sewers and basically shovel shit so that it flows. That is a terrible job. It is a terrible <laughs> job. <laughs> uh, okay. All right. It's, uh. a, it's definitely one of the shittiest jobs around. Wow. Oh, that was wow. good. <laughs> well, thank you very much, Weston. What, what were you going to say? What do they do when they encounter a green mile? Ew. <laughs> Ew. They walk it. <laughs> sorry. You're not sorry. I'm not sorry. No, I, I will never be sorry. Okay. Well, I sensing is best as I can, that Cinta is uncomfortable, although I feel confused by that. I ask if there's anything else that Weston might need before I take Cinta back to where we need to be. Oh, no, I'm fine. Thank you. I have, he pats the box. I have everything I need for now. Excellent. Although you, I, you don't happen to have any 
relatives that came with you who may have died recently? <laughs> no, all of my relatives are are far up north. But uh, if I if I encounter anyone who has recently died, I'll think of you and and let you know. Excellent, particularly anybody it seems out of the ordinary. I will say on a side note that your people are probably well preserved. That's true. We are surrounded by ice. So, okay. Well, thank you. I I really appreciate this very much. And I will take my leave now. It's been a pleasure to meet you. I hope to hear from you soon. (laughs) (laughs) Bon Bon sort of twirls her dreadlocks a little bit and (laughs) takes... Scoops Grimlock up away from Weston. He's, I think, at this point, up on his shoulder, like patting his face. <laughs> and uh, they, we, we leave. All right. You take off. You head back out. I would what? like to ask Cinta a question when the moment arises. All right. You're back out in the streets. Are you all right? What? That didn't kind of creep you out. I'm just chopping people up when they're dead like that. Well, but they're dead. I know, but they can't feel well, it. They- Oh, yeah, but what are you going to do with all... I mean, it just seems weird. You just... You don't seem to me the type to be easily rattled, and I was surprised. Oh, no, the whole thing smacks of, like, necromancy or something. I don't think he's he's using magic. Eat them, or... I don't think he's going to eat them. I don't know. You have a vivid imagination. Skinners are weird. (laughs) Well, thank you for taking me to him nonetheless. Yeah, yeah, of course. Uh, You got to get back to your... Your apartment, and I got to get back to doing what I'm doing. Remember, Dwerven doesn't know about this. Okay, so do uh, not tell Dwerven. Yes, please do not tell Dwerven. I don't want to get, you know, a pay docked or something like that. I would not want to dock your pay. All right, see ya. And she heads off in the other direction, and now we will go over to Beckus. Mm-hmm. We're currently sitting in a large-ish underground chamber that is serves as an intersection for a portion of the sewers it appears to be blocked off because none of the sewer water or other filth is draining into it so it's dry still have that you know wonderfully pleasant smell that just permeates the entirety of the sewers though it's lessened here you are surrounded by dozens of children most of them holding knives or hand crossbows and before you is a girl who you have just met about age 14 Average height, kind of skinny, gray eyes, blonde, short hair, and one arm beneath her sort of blousey uh, clothing appears to be on backwards with the thumb pointing behind her and the palm pointing outward. You know, this is Bonnie the Broken because she's introduced herself last episode. What's she... an episode? <laughs> Go back to your fangirling. You know. <laughs> They're either manic or depressive, and I have them rapid cycling. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I should introduce a, a uh, like a psychiatrist in PC for you all. <laughs> Give it a couple more episodes. Frazier. <laughs> oh my god, can we have a Frazier character? <laughs> I was thinking more of a Hannibal. We could mute. We could we could fuse the two together. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I don't mean to interrupt. Frazier Frangible. Yeah, Frangible. <laughs> So you're standing there surrounded by children who uh, look kind of dangerous, and Bonnie is before you. Why are you here? What do you want? Make your case quickly, Topsider. 
So firstly, I'm just glad to have this audience with you. I know you guys didn't have to take the time to do it, but you have. The 11th hour needs your help. People are snatching children up off the streets. And I don't like that, and I don't think that y'all would either. 11th hour? (laughs) Just another gang trying to take control of the top side. Why should we help them? We've managed to make our own way and survive down here, despite the gangs of the top side. What would be the benefit of helping the 11th hour? Because the 11th hour is here trying to benefit everyone in these neutral zones, and there's gangs that are currently trying to take places that would be normally safe for others and take them away. There's people that are snatching up children right now, and you guys might be fortunate enough to be able to defend yourselves, but just think of all of the other kids out there that cannot. I'm going to have you make a diplomacy check. Sure thing, Lemon Wing. That is a 21. Well, he takes a few seconds, stares at you. So you're saying it's in our best interests to help the 11th hour because they'll keep the other gangs at bay. Is that what I'm gathering? That's what they're attempting to do right now, but we need a little additional help, and with gangs the way they are, you guys seemed like the best surprise option. I see. So what exactly is it that you want from us? What can these humble children do for you? Well, you all go easier unseen than anyone else does, being underneath the streets at all times. We need information, and we need to figure out who is, in fact, snatching up these children. Well, I can tell you that some of them come here. The street rats and their ringleaders are not kind. And so some of them find their way down here. But there are many that are going missing, particularly from the orphanage. We have been looking into figuring out more about what's happening with that. Well, this is what my quest is dedicated to right now, so... Any additional information that I can learn will be great, and I will do everything I can to help you guys out, because that's what I'm out here doing, besides making some money. If we're going to help you out, I think we need a token of your commitment to this, you and the 11th hour. So I have something that you can do for us. We've been having a few children going missing down here. There's apparently some sort of creature or creatures living down here that have been taking children their bodies haven't been found nothing's been found of them we've lost three we don't know exactly what it is though there are two who claim to know something and she nods a 15 year old boy runs up says this is dusty i i seen it uh it's it was in the center of town area you know where the the runes are broken and it's all floody. It was, I don't, I mean, I didn't see all of it. It was very dark. It was just like, I, it, I tell you, it was just a, a big head. It was just a giant head. It had lots of sharp teeth and these glowing yellow eyes. And it just came out from the water and was floating. And I ran away. But I tell you, the head was like, it was like 10 feet around. It was just like this giant monster teeth head thing. The head was like a grayish color. At this point, a much younger girl steps up and honks. <laughs> <laughs> a much younger girl kind of hurriedly steps up and says, 
that's not right at all. It wasn't a big head. I saw it. It was an old woman. She kind of looks pleadingly at uh, Bonnie and at you, Beckus. It was it was an old woman, and she was like all, like rotted and like she was dead, and and she was. T- I heard her talking to herself. She's just I don't know what the words were, but I don't know. I, I I'm I think she might have been a, a, an historian, like or librarian people, because she was carrying around a big old book, and she was just wandering around. It, it was really weird. And I just, I just ran off. I, 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 but it was not a big head. It was an old woman. I t- swear. At which point Dusty goes, shut up. What do you know? You're just, you're young and you're stupid. You don't know what it was. I saw it with my own eyes. Bonnie kind of raises her hands and they both shut up. Says, well, I'd say you have your uh, work cut out, out for you since we don't even know what it is that's killing us. But well, if it you- could be one or the other or it could be both. Do you have maps or anything of that down here? We you- can trace out routes that will lead you to where these things were seen beyond that though i think we like to keep our secrets we definitely don't need to be advertising every in and out of our home well if you can give me a route there and not directly from where this is i'm i anything will help so you bring us proof that this thing or things are dead and We'll act as your eyes and ears to find out who's snatching kids. Deal? Deal's the deal. This meeting went... uh, So who's got the bag to put on my head? I want to get out of the stink. (laughs) You get a few, like, foul looks from the children. (laughs) This is our home, you know. All right, give me a second. I'll draw you up a nice little map. Show you some of the best places to enter and exit. And then we'll put the bag on your head. She turns and disappears into the crowd of children. They just kind of all watching you. You see a few familiar faces. Faces that have uh, sort of crept in when you were performing at some of the local venues. Usually hiding somewhere and like watching you perform before the proprietor discovered them. And then discovered that they had no money to pay for food or drink and kind of ran them out. But they're all sort of watching you. You see like the, the sort of uh, looks of wonderment and adoration from your your tiny little fans. That's what I do it for. It's the fans. <laughs> <laughs> I do it for you. For you people out there. Break my back. A few minutes later, Bonnie returns with a piece of parchment that she's scrawled some stuff on with a few landmarks so you know how to get into the sewers in these particular areas. One area of the sewer being sort of central to the east block, which is supposed to be a part of the major conduit that takes the water from the river, which is far to the northeast, and then drains it down southwest, and then finally out to the lake. You know, pollutes the lake, kills the fish, but gets the filth out at least. And the other place where... (laughs) The other place where... Something was spotted is much further to the southwest, and then she sort of gives you a, a few locations where you can enter from there. Hand you the parchment. They put the blindfold back on you and escort you out of the sewers. Feel your feet sloshing through the muck and stuff kind of oozing between the cracks of your boots. Smell gets worse and worse, and eventually. You feel yourself walking up a flight of stairs, you hear a door open, and you're standing after your uh, your blindfold gets removed, and you're standing in an alley, not 
but a block and a half from the Smiling Tiger where your apartment is. And it smells much better out here, but you realize that you are covered in filth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or at least, you know, sort of from the ankles down. I take off my boots and proceed to walk home. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you take off your boots and head home. I think I just might throw those away. <laughs> <laughs> and we're going to move on next to Carl. 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 <laughs> Carl, you have woken up from a dream. You followed this cat. It led you several blocks away and then melted like wax through a sewer grate. You saw the telltale purplish glow of necromantic energy sort of flickering up from between the slats of the grate. What do you want to do? I already foolishly opened the grate one end. Right. You lift the grate from its housing. It's fairly heavy, uh, but you managed to get it out of the way. You can see with your dark vision, because you have dark vision, because you chose that little uh, bonus feat down, and it's about an eight-foot drop. And you can see the water down there. It's churning. It doesn't look like it's really flowing. The problems with the sewers is, even though they're magically enhanced to create a water flow most of the water flow uh, relies on the river flowing through the main channels and rain and there hasn't been a good rain in a while so it's a little stagnant down there and it smells a little stagnant down there oh gross um where's the necromantic light you can see it's just flickering almost like someone dropped i don't like glitter in the water below you you just see these sort of like flickers and pulses of this purplish light this is like this deep iridescent purple can i detect magic you can indeed you detect a residual magic coming from somewhere because it's a pulse now with the new way the spell works so there's definitely magic can i try and identify it you would need to get down there and look at it going down all right how are you getting down scoops them up and leave (laughs) Um, it's an eight foot drop into the water oh there's no ladder there's no ladder at this particular grate it's a a runoff grate so when it rains the water goes somewhere it's not an actual access area into the sewers do a cannonball (laughs) do a cannonball Uh, do a barrel roll (laughs) (laughs) can I mage hand some of the water sure I mean it's an object yeah. So you want to scoop up a, a mage handful of the water and bring it up? Yeah. Um, I have two belt pouches. I'll take one of them and fill it with some water. Okay. The water quickly soaks. Wait. What are they? Made <laughs> oh wait. Of? No. I guess they would be leather, huh? I'm thinking of like a regular ass sack. Yeah. So I will fill one with. Um, so there's no way down to the water. Well, I mean, a straight drop, or if you had a rope, or. Why didn't you make a lore of Portion Grand roll? That's uh, going to be a 19. You've been here for several years. You do know that just another block away is a... It's probably locked, but it's an actual stairwell access for that muckrakers, u- muckrakers use uh, to get down. I'm going to go over to that stairwell access. All right, you head over, and it's another great, this one, like, much longer, and... Beneath the grate is a set of stairs that lead uh, very steeply down into the sewers. It is, however, locked. It's a giant, very, very basic-looking padlock that probably any child could pick if they were trained in thievery. 
I'm gonna look around for a, a child. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna teach him how to thieve. <laughs> you see no childs. Is there anything I could l- use to climb down into the sewers? Do I see anything that's not attached? Make a perception check. Uh, that's gonna be a twenty-one. Twenty-one. All right. In the alley nearby where you first lifted the grate up, there were several uh, small crates that people sort of used to store uh, rubbish in until the people who are paid to clean out the rubbish come and get them. So kind of like trash cans in a sense, except they're just crates that are open on one end. You reason that if you were to, you know, throw those down there, you could create sort of a makeshift uh, stair type thing. Yeah, I'll drag the crates over. Do you empty the rubbish into the alley first, or do you just let the rubbish go into the sewer? Well, is there a lot of rubbish in the sewer? Uh, well, no, there's a lot of other stuff in the sewer. <laughs> are there any people around? There are no people around. I'll dump the rubbish in the alley. Okay. <laughs> Carl. It's better than the sewer. It's going <laughs> to the lake. Uh, I'll drag them, drag them over. And Can I use my knowledge of engineering to make sure my... Uh, Great piles, not completely abysmal. Uh, sure, but you're going to have to get down there first, so you can kind of drop the crates down, lower yourself down onto the crates, and then like build. Oh, your, I see. Okay, back up. That's fine. Yeah, um, I'd like to drop as much as possible down there, so I can make a pretty okay. Okay, you reason about seven of these small crates should be plenty enough to get you up to where you can actually like reach the top and lift yourself up. Done. I will just pile the rubbish in a haphazard mess in the okay. alleyway. <laughs> And uh, I'll lower myself down after the crates. All right. You head down. You want to use your engineering to build a better stairway? Yeah, better stairway. Um, 18 plus... I got 26. Nice. All right. You secure the crates in place. Luckily, the water's not really moving right now, so there's nothing to really disturb it. So you should have a pretty easy time getting back out. You probably won't be able to get the crates back out again, but... (laughs) Hey, I wasn't planning on picking up that trash anyway, so. Uh, you know what? Give a hoot and don't pollute, buddy. Nobody <laughs> nobody saw me litter. Probably those rascally kids. Um, you are down in the sewers. It smells unwell. Is this a tunnel that goes in two directions? It does. It travels uh, mostly east to west with a slight turn to the north as you go east and a slight turn to the south as you go west paralleling the river for the most part it's not a main channel so it's about six feet wide in this particular area there are in in the bigger areas of the sewer there are ledges on the side where the muckrakers walk so they don't have to like go wading through the shit that they're cleaning up in this particular area there are no ledges so it looks like this area is usually doesn't have any problems like being a smaller channel now the smaller channels do they converge into a bigger channel or do they split from a bigger channel uh they generally connect areas of toiletry dumping and sewer areas and they join up slowly together as the channels get wider and wider so think of like a tree branch type structure okay um so they meet the main channel which is where the water rushes through and actually at the the head of this there is a someone's dumping shit yeah (laughs) I'll go downstream. Okay, well, make a perception check real quick. Uh, I got a 13. 13? All right. So you still see these sort of uh, necromantic 
flakes in the water. And you notice that you only really see them for the most part in the easterly direction. Oh, I'll go towards the flakes. They seem to like fade as they go towards the westerly direction. However, to the west, and you're not sure what it is at first, but then you start to notice that there appear to be several corpses floating in the water. Rats and bats, which bats generally don't live in the sewers around here. But you just see like about a half dozen of them just sort of the water's not very uh, it's not flowing very well. So they're just kind of swirling in the water. But you don't, you don't see any of those two on the uh, the easterly side. Is the east side the upstream or the downstream? It would be considered upstream if the water were flowing properly. Okay. Um, I'll grab a... So there's some human corpses? No. Rats and bats. I'll grab one of each. Okay. So you stroll down a little bit further and pick them up. I'll put them in my pouch. Right, make a... Make an occult check. 20... One. Your dice are uh, doing you pretty well today, aren't they? Today's been good. Yesterday was not. As you pick up these corpses and you kind of give them a look over, you realize that they look rotted and old, but not naturally. You see on one particular rat, for example, about two-thirds of the rat seems to be fine, I mean, aside from being dead. And then other parts of it look rotted as if it's been aged rapidly or a disease or some say you recognize the effects of this is this is a necromantic effect that has affected it and somehow rotted these creatures and killed them so these these flakes you described are they something that i could pick up they appear as flakes they're actually sort of liquid they're part of the water ah. so you might be possible if you had like a bucket to scoop up an area with it but they also kind of flicker and dim and your best judgment from a purely scholarly standpoint, is that this is an unstable necromantic energy that's kind of pulsing and dissipating due to some effect somewhere. I'll go up. I'll go upstream towards the source of it. You make your way upstream. As you follow it, you still see this necromantic energy sparkling. It doesn't seem to get really denser at any point. It's just here and there. And eventually, you hear echoing down from the around a corner of the sewers singing what kind of singing it sounds like a, a gruff older gentleman he's singing a song in the common language something sort of along the lines of shoveling shit all day shoveling shit all night making my pay shoveling shit hope to find something shiny and bright I'm going to head towards the voice. Are you being stealthy about it, or are you just strolling? Yeah, I'll be stealthy. Okay, make your stealth roll. That one doesn't oh, count. On the floor. Throw your, dad, throw your dad across the room. It's a good way to do it. <laughs> Don't throw the dice right across the room there, don't you know? <laughs> oh, I got a... I got a 26. Okay, you very easily <laughs> creep up this and time, yeah. Where was that role in the alleyway? <laughs> I don't, I don't know. I, this is this is my luck. All the roles that don't matter, I'll roll. Yeah, real high. now you're sneaking up on some shit scooper. You're gonna scare the crap out of him, and he's gonna have to scoop that too. Well, I mean, I'm sure it'll just run down his legs and then flow away. So, yeah, but you have to pick it up. It's kind of like sitting in the toilet as you use the toilet. <laughs> It'll be fine. Um, I'm gonna sneak up on him. 
All right. So you go down a couple more corridors, and eventually you see light sort of uh, gleaming out from around a corner. And you creep up and peek around the corner, and you see a man, older gentleman, wearing old, filthy clothes, wiry and lean. Looks like he's missing a couple of teeth. Probably looks, from his age, probably someone who's been doing this for a while. And he's scooping, basically he has this long pole with what looks to be sort of like a rake on the end, except it's not like pronged or whatever, it's more like thick slats at the end of it. And he's moving stuff along and kind of pushing it off to the side and trying to get the water flow going. You notice a couple of peculiar things though. One, he's wearing, which is not unusual for muckrakers, these sort of thigh-high leather boots. The boots that he's wearing look like, despite being covered in filth, look really new and fairly expensive. And the other thing is he keeps, as he's shoveling around through this shit, he keeps kind of pushing it and looking into it, and like examining it as if he's looking for something. Ew. So he's searching through the shit in the sewer for something, and he's wearing expensive boots. It seems that way, yes. The rest of his clothes look like uh, they're probably about ready to rot away. <laughs> can it- I cast Detect Magic quietly? Uh, you can indeed. I'd like to see if there's anything magical. All right. Uh, you feel, let's see, the radius on that is 30 feet. Correct. All right. He's about 20 feet away. You do feel a pulse of magic. From where? You don't know. Within 30 feet. It's the way the new the new way that this spell works. God, they really neutered this. I know. You can't just spoil everything by using detect magic now. <laughs> Until um, you get to third level, then you can up it and start getting more precise readings. And... Shoveling shit. Can I back off shit. till I'm 30 feet away from him? Sure. So you back back around the corner. Um, can I step out of the corner and still be 30 feet away from him? What do you mean, still be able to see him? Yeah. Uh, you would need to make another stealth roll because you would basically need to back down a different corridor. I'll just, I'll just pop out and say hello. All right. You pop out and say hello. He jumps. <laughs> he, like pretty much loses his grip on his, his uh, shit shoveling stick and like Looks over at you and looks just utterly flabbergasted. Uh, uh, ahoy there. He stares at you for a minute, reaches down, picks up the the uh, the, the muck raking tool, holds it up like kind of defensively. What are you doing down here? Oh, I um, I'm just just looking for something. Um, what do you mean looking for something? Nobody goes running around in the sewers looking for something. Unless you dropped it down your toilet. <laughs> well, um, a friend of mine told me there was something um, valuable down here, so I was going to search it out. Make a perception roll. An eight. All right. He just gives you a look. Nothing valuable down here. I mean, unless some... some uh, are you little thieves hiding their treasure down here? He's sounding more and more like a goblin, like. Well, I don't. I don't want to. I don't want dis- to disturb your work. Um, why don't I? Why don't I leave you to it? I'm just going to search a little bit. Uh, I would like to move in five foot increments and cast detect magic to try and get the five foot section from which I notice magic. 
Okay. As you're moving around, you pulsing out your detect magic cantrip on repeat. Uh, eventually, it stops detecting the magic once the man himself is thirty more than 30 feet away from you. So whatever magical aura there is, is either on him or really close to him. I'm going to go and talk to him again. He's just staring at you. Still got his, uh, his stick, shit. his shit stick out in front of him. Is there not like a technical name for it? Uh, there probably Turd is. Rake. I didn't look it up. <laughs> it's, uh, Turd muck- rake. <laughs> Turd rake. <laughs> muck rake. Yeah. Um, so, his muck stick. So I'm fairly versed um, in magic, and I couldn't help but notice that um, you appear to be magical. You aren't so bad yourself. What does that mean? Oh, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. Um, those are those are awfully nice boots. Uh, where can I get a pair like those? You're not looking to steal my boots. I'll fight for them. Oh no, don't worry. I wouldn't take your boots. I really mean you no harm. Um, still holding his uh, shit shovel out menacingly. Um, well, hold on just a minute. I'd like to go thirty feet in the other direction of him. Okay, <laughs> uh, that requires walking by him and next to him. Oh, I see. And he doesn't seem to want to let you get close to him. He's still looking like he doesn't really trust you all that much. Fancy looking elf down here in the in the shit. You must be down here for some reason. Oh, you're here to steal from old Emble, aren't you? Oh no, I couldn't. I wouldn't possibly steal from you. Um, would you? Would you mind if I passed by you here? Ain't much else up there. It's going to dead end in about 30 feet. Ah, what's... Uh... He's trying to get out. There's another exit the other way. Go that way. Well, the, you wouldn't mind if I just looked then, would you? What are you looking for? Uh, I'm not sure what I'm looking for. Just uh, a feeling. What kind of answer is that? That's an <laughs> elven answer. Uh, elves? Fine. You try to do anything, I'll take you down. I don't think I haven't been in my share of scraps. Elf's, elf's honor, I, I will not try anything. Um, right, he backs against the wall and kind of holds his thing out. Don't go by him. Right, you squeeze by him and continue walking and confirm your suspicions with your detect magic that uh, it seems to be right on top of him, whatever this magical pulse is. Can I make a, can I make a roll to see what, what it is? From- no, you cannot. You would need to be able to have an object in your hand and examine it in order to determine anything about it. All you know is there's magic somewhere. You can smell it. It smells like that's, shit. That's, <laughs> I think we should start a letter writing campaign to the creators of this game about what they've done to detect magic. <laughs> so uh, I'm going to approach the guy again. Uh, what? He holds his shit shovel out menacingly. Um. You wouldn't mind if I just put my hand on your shoulder for a minute, would you? <laughs> Fuck off! <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, it, re- it really doesn't tell you anything, does it? Okay. Um, you haven't seen anything weird down here, have you? What do you mean? Oh, I don't know. I was downstream of you a bit. And, uh, you know, I, I found some, some dead bats. Um, I didn't know they were... The sewer type. No, bats don't usually come out in the sewers. There is something weird down here, though. A couple of 
couple of my co-workers have gone missing lately. Is that why you're down here? Looking for the monster? The monster? Um, I, I wasn't, but I'm intrigued. Um, what do you know about a monster? Well, nothing. Just people saying there's a monster down here. I haven't seen it. What's it supposed to look like? I don't know. Giant. Lots of flaily bits. Some probably sharp things. All right, well. I think if you saw the monster, it'd probably kill you now, wouldn't you? Well, Not a lot of explaining there. Yeah, that that's fairly wise of you and very astute. Um, perhaps I will leave you to your work. Um, That'd be right. Would you like a parting gift? I could clean you off in about 30 seconds. He gives you, he raises one eyebrow at you. <laughs> I don't know what you're propositioning me for, but you can just get on out. All right. And I'll just, I'll press the digitation myself clean. All right. And then uh, I'll, I'll go on my merry way. All right. Which direction are you on your merry way? Further down the corridor or back to the crates? Is this a T intersection? It's a X-like intersection. One section going back toward the way you came, uh, one that you've just entered, and then two others that are just smaller branches that sort of converge. Oh, I'd like to go towards where I was originally heading, which was upstream. Okay. That's sort of taking you to this area. Okay. Much further upstream in any of these corridors leads to the end of this particular section of sewers which leads to a ladder that leads up through a grate for people to, you know, the muckrakers to come in and out of. As you're taking off, though, make one perception check real quick. Eleven. All right, never mind. All right. That's a wasted die roll. Hey, you know, I gotta roll the, the low number sometimes. Hero <laughs> point. I'll, yeah. spend, I'll spend the hero point. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Oh, hero points. That's <laughs> always useful. All right. There we go. Uh, I rolled a six. I'm really sorry. <laughs> I encouraged him to spend the hero I point. That was my fault. <laughs> um, I'll just continue on my way. All right. So where are you going exactly? Um, towards where you... I was going east. Yes. And he was to the north or the south. He was, kind of went wounded your way through. <laughs> That's a word. Wound. Yes. So I'm, I was I was heading upstream. Was he on the left or the right? Uh, as you were heading upstream, he was basically on the right after you had already made a couple like left-right turns. Okay. Then I'd like to continue going upstream. Okay. You explore further upstream, and again, you just keep running into basically dead ends where uh, they converge on these areas where the muckrakers can come in, which conveniently happen to be next to public dumping zones where people can bring out their basically house buckets pour it all into one area. So the muckraker has a nice place to start. Oh, that's very kind of them. Uh, I will go back down to the T and just kind of peek down the other side. Uh, uh, more corridors, more sewer. I'm going to go back to my crates. Okay, make a survival check. 14. 14. All right, you're getting a little bit lost and you can only you have your dark vision, so you can see what sixty feet. But the sewers are you're starting to realize more complex than you first uh, realized. Looks like a lot of them were built at a time when buildings that no longer exist. Because you kind of have a like a mental picture of what's up top, and you can kind of match out where you might be 
but some of these things, some of the sewers don't make sense. Probably ran to buildings that burnt down or were built in preparation for buildings that never happened or whatever. And you find yourself going back to where you think the crates are until you make a turn and you find yourself on a like a much larger, like eight foot wide channel. The water's deeper and it seems to be flowing a little bit better. It appears to be coming like flowing from northeast to southwest. And why don't you make a perception check? 22. 22. You're looking around in this larger channel trying to get your bearings, trying to figure out how to get back to the crates. And you hear what appears to be some sort of mumbling or weeping, echoing. Where is it coming from? Uh, You think up to the left. I'm going to be stealthy. Can I be stealthy? You can be stealthy. Um, Are you stealthy? 11? Okay, you are 11 points stealthy. I'll uh, I'll stealth on over to uh, where I think the sound is coming from. Right, so you start moving towards the sound, listening, stopping every once in a while, trying to be quiet. And then you notice that your foot hits something. You look down, you see another one of those dead rats. And as you look down, you see this dead rat. And then just like five feet away, you see another one. And they appear to have like almost a trail that leads down this main sewer corridor and around a corner into a slightly smaller corridor to the right, about 40 feet up. I'd like to sneak over. All right. You sneak, sneak, sneak. Get to the corner where it turns, where this trail leads, and you can hear now the noise being like it becomes a lot more prominent. Like, <laughs> and as you turn this corner, your feet slosh, and you're not being as quiet as you could be. You see about 30 feet down this corridor, you just see the back at first. It appears to be a woman dressed in rags. Hair, long hair, looks like it was probably blonde, but it's tangled and filled, matted with all sorts of filth. And you see, it's kind of, she's kind of hunched over. And make a quick medicine check. 17. You can kind of see the side of this person. And at first you feel like she's very young, but then you realize that there's lines etched in her face. And then you get this sense of, like, looking at it, it looks like someone who is young, but has been submerged underwater for a very long time and become, like, pickled and bloated with the water. And just as you're coming around the corner and noticing this, she turns around and you see her arms are crossed in front of her chest. and She's clutching this very large, just ancient looking book. Looks like something you'd find in, like, sort of the back back corner of the the uh like the historian's temple or something and she turns around towards you and her eyes are kind of this glowing purplish color and she stares at you and i'm going to have you make a will save come on carl 24 24 (laughs) that is a success but not a critical success 
as she gazes upon you, you feel your heart start to race and your blood start to pump and you feel your fight or flight instinct kick in. You kind of push it back, but you are still considered frightened one, which means you take a status penalty equal to your frightened value, i.e. one to all of your checks and DCs. So you're going to have a minus one on all your rolls. You said that with like way too much enthusiasm. Oh, all of them. I like frightened. <laughs> Everyone. However, at the end of each of your turns, your frightened value increases by one as you start to regain control. So you now see this person staring at you, this young yet old woman, matted, waterlogged and torn, carrying this book. And you can see around her feet is this sort of spinning circle of rats that are kind of, there's only about two dozen of them, but they're just kind of dancing around her feet. And every once in a while, one of them like twitches and falls over dead. What would you like to do? Actually, you know what? Let's go ahead and roll initiative. Oh. Uh, I got a 25. You were going first. All right. <laughs> I got a, what is that? A, where's initiative bonus on the sheet? It is, you're, you're going to be, oh, sorry. You're going to be rolling your perception for initiative in this case. A seven. Okay. Well, she's definitely going first. The creature... Like, Wait. Hmm? Oh, I'm going to get murdered. Okay. All right. Never mind. <laughs> All right. Still here we go. One. She turns, and now she stops and kind of puts one foot forward, not really going anywhere, just kind of lurching. And as she stares at you, she reaches down, and she opens up the book. And as the book opens, a swarm of spiders just begins to dump out from between its pages. They begin skittering across the ground and she stares at them as if she's infatuated with these creatures and they all immediately start rushing towards you. As they reach you, they begin to climb on you and bite and bite and bite. What the fuck? You're now being covered with tiny little spiders. You take four points of piercing damage. Uh, you get a basic reflex save for that. So if you make it, you take half damage. If you critically make it, you take no damage. Please roll on the table. Yeah, yeah I know. Thanks. I'm going to get you a box. Um, that's going to be a 14 for the reflex save. You just make it, so you only take two. Okay. And due to the fact that you made your save, you are not exposed to the spider venom. So... Um, the is it a swarm or is it just like it a, is a swarm? Yes. Okay. So it is your turn now. I'm going to cast Fleet Step. All right. And what does this Fleet Step do for you, sir? An extra thirty feet of movement, and uh, I'm going to run sixty feet. <laughs> All right. So Fleet Step, uh, two actions to cast. I'm assuming. Yep. And you spend your last action bolting the fuck out of there. Sixty feet. All right, you rush out, and I'm assuming you're kind of bolting back into the main corridor, because you were right at, well, actually, technically, you were right at the end of the smaller corridor, so you're just running the fuck away. So wherever she is, I'm going the other way. Okay. <laughs> like, straight <laughs> <You> away. <laughs> you go bolting. Uh, the spider is sort of falling off you as you go. Uh, the water's slowing you down a little bit, but not much. It's not too deep here. And you make your 60 feet away, and you realize quickly that the spiders aren't following you. And the creature's not following you. Then that mumbling starts up again. So you're out of round time. Oh. What do you do? You're standing there. You know around that corner, that creature's still there, along with those spiders, presumably. She was just sitting there? Uh, she was sort of 
just uh, what's a good word for it? Plotting. Meandering. <laughs> yeah, meandering. She's just sort of plotting in a direction away from you until you got her attention, and then she turned and opened the book and released the spiders. Can I stay in round time? Uh, if you want to, what would you like to do? Oh, you're no longer frightened, by the way. Okay. So there's no way for me to get more than 30 feet away from her when I round that corner. Uh, well, when last you saw, she was 30 feet down the corridor. So if you kind of backed away from it, you could be at most 35 feet. If you were, you know, where the corridor goes through, you kind of put yourself against the wall opposite. I'd like to cast a magic weapon. Okay. And move to... That's two actions. Hold on a second. Let me, let me... Is my is my character bold or is my character smart? Smart. <laughs> uh, no, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna flee. All right, you get, that's probably a good idea. I'm gonna flee. No shame. No, yeah. there are no witnesses. I'm I'm also I'm fleeing at ninety feet. No, sorry, I'm fleeing at one hundred and eighty feet. One hundred and eighty <laughs> per wow. per round. Uh, wow. So. For the next minute, I'm I'm like world. All right, you go sprint. bolting. I'm out. I'm out. You're out of there. You're gone. Your history and about the same time your spell wars off, you happen to see a corridor, and you see like down at the end of the corridor, at the edge of your sixty foot dark vision, a stack of crates. That I'm, that's scramble. I'm, I'm at the crates. I'm undignifiedly fleeing at this point. Right. Um, um, head over heels, not paying attention to my... I'm just up the crates. Alright, you leave Jesus and... Christ, Rufus, let's, let's go have a drink. I'm, in, I'm going to uh, clean all the muck off once I get out and a little ways away. Alright, and then you and Rufus... We're gonna go have a drink. Alright. So now, Beckus, Bonbon... Bon, you're arriving back from your respective uh, appointments, back to your apartment. Beckus, you arrive first. You have about five minutes before Bon Bon shows up. Pretty sure all of my clothes are in the linen basket right now. <laughs> <laughs> so you're cleaning yourself off? Yeah, I'm cleaning up. Right. I, I smell like shit. Right. Bon Bon, you arrive, and you're greeted with a interesting smell. It seems to be in your apartment right now. Beckus? Did you die? No, but I crawled through it. Oh. Were you in the sewers? You betcha. That's what it smells like. I met a cute boy. <laughs> oh, yeah? What's his name? Weston. What's he do? Chops corpses up and tries to bring them back to life. Beckus leans out the doorway. <laughs> <laughs> For science. It's a noble pursuit. Towel on head. <laughs> confused look. He doesn't kill the corpses, I don't think. I'm 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 fairly certain on that one. He scared Cinta. I found that amusing. Oh, I'm gonna have to go to her about that. He took she took me to him in the first place, but I don't think she quite knew what he was doing down there because she seemed very surprised and unsettled. Did you learn anything about the missing children? No, I didn't actually learn anything, but I met a bunch of children that were very scary and ruffian and stinky. Oh. But they will help us. But I have to do something in the sewers. What do you have to do in the sewer? Well, apparently there's a monster down there snatching up kids. Everything in town is just snatching up kids. <laughs> Weston asked me 
if I would be interested in hunting a monster in the sewer as well. Oh, you don't say. Any information on said <laughs> what monster? What a coincidence. This whole situation was written beforehand by someone who was looking to make up side quests that would come together in one large quest. Do not ask the gods why they write the fate. Just follow it. That's true. Here, I do have information, and I show you the Western scrawl uh, with the information he provided me. I gesture over at the table as I look at the page. There's a map of the shithole. Oh. is it? It is a literal hole of shit, is it not? Well, yes, for the most part. Huh. But oh. there's some children down there as well. Bet you didn't know that. I. They live down there? Mm-hmm. Do they all smell just all the time? Do they not have bathhouses? They do not. Well, I guess they're... They have bathroom houses. <laughs> <laughs> you get an extra hero point for that. <laughs> um, you have time to spend it. Well, so so we're hunting a monster in the sewer then. Sounds like. Might need some help. Should we try to contact Carl? I'll send word. Okay. Meanwhile, as this discussion goes on, Carl, you're walking along, you're heading back home, regretting your life's decisions because of the smell. Oh, no, you prestidigitated, so you're doing fine. Spotless. And you get home, you're sort of settling in, doing your whatever you're going to do. Like, you know, you're tired, you got interrupted by a strange cat halfway through your sleep cycle, and then it clicks, something in your head. You were examining this guy with this detect magic and trying to figure out what was going on. And you realize that he, you caught it, a glimpse of it for just a second. He appeared to have a silver coin on a chain hanging from his neck. At first, you didn't really think and you thought it was just some sort of necklace because it was mostly buried beneath his shirt. And now you're sitting there and you think for a second, maybe... That it's the same coin? It could be. You only got a glimpse of it. As, like I said, as you're sort of getting ready for bed. Pretty sure your, a fine craftsman would recognize Your brain just sort of connects, and it looked about the same size. It was silver, but you didn't really get a good glimpse at it. Nothing that really stood out and was like, hey, it's one of them coins. <laughs> All right. That's uh, how the fates speak in my world. Hey, <laughs> check that out. I'll make a mental note to look into it uh, the next day. Oh, but it's the middle of the night, and go to bed. I'm gonna go Time to bed. for go to bed. Time for go to bed. <laughs> he reheals two health points. I'm, uh, I'm going to get rid of my spider bites. All right. <laughs> Put some calamine on. And you too. Uh, it is pretty late in the night. Well, and since I wasn't walking around in the sewer, I do not feel compelled to take a shower. So I just go right to bed. Okay. Which, by the way, thanks for making me prep a whole bunch of alchemical reagents that I didn't need. <laughs> all that expired. was really important. <laughs> well, last time when you did need them, you're like, I forgot to do this. Get you into the habit. Sister Act 2. Back in the habit. So the next morning arrives. Mm. Beckus is clean. It smells delicious again. The dirty laundry has gone out where the house servants will take care of it. Bonbon, you are well rested. You are not drunk, so Grandmock actually has his hands today. Oh my god, I was drunk. Yeah. <laughs> I completely forgot that I was Peer drunk. Pressure. It's all good. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking 
fucking corrupting me. I was. I guess I was totally sobered up by the time we got to Weston's, though. Well, yeah, I we must took that potion. You were sobered by your oh, crush on him. Yeah, she gave you the I was. I was sobered up by his fucking rugged handsomeness. Yeah. And Such a waste of silver to drink that some potion. Mega coffee. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm not drunk anymore. Is there anything you would all like to do? I'm gonna prepare my the same shit that I prepared before. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to have a nice, easy breakfast and finish carving my little uh, Yeti Oh, I'm so excited about that. Okay. <laughs> Make a craft roll. Um, I have woodworking tools, or I have tools, and I'm woodworking as my forte. Tools, I believe, should give you... Oh, no, you don't have the expert tools, so it just means that you can do it. 17. 17? Right. Your Yeti uh, turned out pretty good. It's not your best work, but, you know, it's nice. And all. Everyone's a critic. I'll <laughs> secret it in a compartment in my robe. All right. <laughs> Beckus. I'm having a liquid breakfast and cracking my whip trying to annoy the guard outside the door. Oh, yeah. Oh, the, uh, the guard has left. Oh, the guard's yeah. gone? Oh, okay. Yes. After your meeting with Dwarven, uh, your guard went back to his duties. Okay, well, I was going to say, he did let us out. That. Like yeah. We did go out, though. Uh, yeah. You can yeah, use the breakfast you can, of champions. You can try to annoy me with the whip. I'm just going to have a good breakfast and then have a nice stretch out because I haven't been out to work in a while. So <laughs> Get a little yoga time in. Is there a knock on the door? Yeah, no, knock on the door. It's all, it's all in your well, court like, at this point. It's all in our court. It's, the ball is in Oh in my god, now. Your now court. we have to make the decisions. You, okay. As players, you need to, you get, you've just been kicked off the railroad. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Beckus. Did you send word to Carl that we need his assistance in hunting a sewer monster? I sure did. Have we heard back from him? I don't know. I haven't heard from the steward yet. And since he's Wait, not did here you send someone to talk to Carl? Yeah. yeah I missed. Did I miss that? I sent I word. So. Oh, yeah. I sent word. GM failure. All right. You sent a. I mean, obviously, they weren't going to run the errand unless it was no, incredibly yeah. important at like, you know, 2 a.m. or whatever. <laughs> but uh, next morning. Carl, you're finishing up your Yeti and you get a knock on the door. Uh, who is it? Uh, I have a message for you, sir. Oh, sounds great. I'll open the door. Right. He hands you a piece of paper on which there's scrawled words. words. <laughs> what uh, are those words? Scrawled on the paper on the front, it says, To Carl, the old man elf. <laughs> and within... <laughs> I don't even remember why we sent word. Oh, because we need help with the sewer monster. Oh, yes. We were going to see if he wants to help us because he's really like the only contact we have. Yeah. yeah. I'll uh, excitedly... On uh, it, it's on it scribble that says, big monster and sewers need help. Beckus. I'll, I'll head over to their place. Okay. You head over to the smiling tiger? Uh, knock on the door. Well, I sort of... They- it, yeah, you're in the entryway, case. and they would send word up to us. Yes, oh, yeah. you, yeah, you are don't there. actually make it up to the door. Yeah, this the is guards, a fancy apartment. Yeah, <laughs> oh, um, sort of. It's more like a secure apartment. Just let me think. We it's have fancy. a doorman. <laughs> yeah, st- it actually is quite fancy still. Yeah, I mean, we all have some of this like old world for. I mean, it hasn't been kept in the best shape, but it's still this really nice furniture. Yeah. Um, I'm uh, I'm here for Beckus and Bonbon. Would you send word that a handsome old elf is here? <laughs> I'll tell them you're here. Knock on your door. There's an elf wants to speak with you. Carl, fancy that we were just discussing him. Send him up, please. <laughs> Gives you a look. <laughs> all right, Carl, you're escorted up to the apartment. You're all three once again. 
in each other's presence. Grimlock like attacks you as soon as he sees you. Oh, give him a little scratches or whatever. <laughs> and then he climbs up on top of Rufus. Oh my God. You guys will not believe what happened to me the other day. What? First, uh, I made this for you and I'll present you with the Grimlock <gasps> statue. I love it. Bon Bon freaks out. It's, bon Bon loves it. It's not my finest work. I was a little distracted. Oh my goodness. It's wonderful. Grimlock. I show Grimlock the statue of himself, and he is confused by this. <laughs> he <laughs> growl at it. <laughs> yeah, he kind of like... Just tries to put it in his mouth. Bats at it, tries to chew on it, takes it in his hand, starts turning it around, hands it back to me. I love it. I'm going to put it right here, and I set it on the mantle. There's a mantle. Right? So you, Sure. Okay. Here's a mantle. <laughs> so you, you guys sent me the message. What happened to you? I met a really handsome gentleman covered in blood who works in the sewer. Beckus leans out the doorway. <laughs> Scanner. He um, he is of a noble pursuit, and he has requested that I help him, that we help him track down a monster in a sewer that is um, causing a lot of trouble and harming people. And at that same time... And wouldn't you know it, Carl, a bunch of children need our help in the sewers too with a very mysterious monster. Well, I also have sewer-related news. <laughs> I followed a ghost cat to a grate and, against my better judgment, climbed down into the sewers where I encountered a lady with a book of spiders. She opened the book of spiders and a swarm of spiders came out and attacked me. Also, there was a guy scooping shit with a silver coin, so you might want to wash yours. Mm. <laughs> what? <laughs> well, it sounds like we all had very exciting evenings that somehow weirdly all culminate in the sewer in one way or another. I haven't been down to a sewer in like a thousand years, so <laughs> uh, odd that I was down there. Would you... I mean, are you all right? You said that you were attacked by a book of spiders. Oh, yeah, I ran away. Oh, okay. Would you at all be interested in returning to the sewer? I gotta shoot that lady. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I should chime in and tell you that the kids also saw a big ball of eyes floating around with tentacles. That doesn't sound like that. I, they did describe an old lady wandering around, but they did not describe. Listen, that old lady was not friendly. What is up with the sewers in Portion Grand? Am I right? What yeah. is up with them? Um, there hasn't been a good rain in a while. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Also, it smells awful down there. Yeah. I smelled Beckus when I returned home last night, and it was not oh, a pleasant like, odor. Took me like 10 minutes to get cleaned off. <laughs> Can't you just snap your fingers and clean yourself off instantly? Yeah. It took me like 10 minutes. It was in there deep, man. It was like worked into the fire. To get me a loofah. I I did just remember something that Weston, my new handsome friend, requested. He did say that whatever we find in the sewer and kill, he would like us to uh, retrieve and deliver unto him its body. Are you guys comfortable with that? Yeah, I don't care. Beckus? I'm not carrying it. I'll carry it. I'll know when I see him. Okay. 
Wait, you want to see him before we go to the sewer? Well, don't we need the bag? Was he going to give me that, that big bag, corpse bag? The bag of holding. He said he had some items oh. for you. Oh, that's right. To return he... if you accepted. Totally remembered this completely of my own accord. Not with any help from Jason. I, uh, he will, or Jordy, he will have a bag that will actually um, help us carry the corpse. He also said that he would have uh, other resources that might help us on our, on our quest. Let's go see him. Okay. Let's go see. Would you like to go see Weston? I suppose. Bonbon bon has a very unsettling smile on her face. It's really, it's really awkward looking. She's like really happy. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So you all, you all head to Weston's place. All right. Let's go to Weston's place. However, you reach Weston's place and his uh, companion assistant, whatever, Saris, the old drunk guy you saw, mm-hmm. is not drunk this time. And he stops you at the gate or at the door. You kind of just go through the gate because it's never locked. And sees you three, points at you, Bon Bon, says, you can go in. Don't know these two. These are my companions. I told Weston that I would be working with them. He knows. He right. knows. Well, he knows these people. you better go ask him if it's okay for these two to come in. I've been told I'm supposed to let a little white goblin come in, but not anybody else. Okay. Um, I'm a snow goblin, actually. Or oh, well, I meant your color. I'm more blue white, than white. <laughs> <I'm>... <laughs> Look, I haven't had me morning whiskey. <laughs> Everything's right. a little blurry right now. I'll go and let him know. Um, wait here. You head down, or head through the through the sitting room, down the stairs, and you see Weston there, and he is busy doing something with what appears to be some sort of large uh, glass device with like a very long bit of steel that comes out of the end of it. And he's like, appears to be, it's filled with that yellowish liquid that you saw. And he's kind of looks like he's pumping it into the body of this, uh, the corpse that's still there. You notice that the smell is a little stronger from the corpse. It's been sitting out for, you know, close to a day. And he spins around when you come in. He's like, oh, oh, um, you're back. Did you decide whether you wish to take on uh, my little task? Uh, I am, again, momentarily just sort of transfixed by what he's doing. But I'm, then... I'm preserving the corpse. This liquid here keeps the corpse from decaying as quickly. I would like to pick research. your brain about this stuff at some point when we have more time. Well, as long as my brain gets to stay inside my skull. I would also like mine to do the same. Uh, I have brought my companions, and yes, we have discussed... We will definitely be hunting something in the sewer, and we assume it is also the thing to which you are referring, so we would like to take on this, this task. Excellent, excellent. Um, uh, here, he, he kind of looks around for a second, opens up a drawer, pulls out this, what looks to be just sort of an ordinary sack, and two vials of this sort of clear liquid. He says, these uh, will heal you. I know it's going to be dangerous. So he gives you two lesser healing potions. These are the ones that heal 2d8 plus 5. And then he hands you the sack, which is a bag of holding type 1. Woo! says this. Um, it may take, depending on the size of the corpse, a little bit of uh, work to get it inside. But uh, it's a it's an extra dimensional space. Um, okay. Even if you don't find the creature, please bring the bag back. It's quite expensive and I need it to make sure I am able to transport other materials around town 
inconspicuously. Of course. Okay. And uh, if uh, when you, uh, as an added reward, I have uh, 50 gold coins if you bring me, when you bring me this, uh, this thing, assuming the thing even exists, of course. Okay. If you um, do not find it, I will still compensate you in some way. I do have um, a, a slightly, potentially awkward request. Um, yes. I feel like a teenager going on a date for the first time. Um, before I can embark on this uh, adventure for you, my companions wish to meet you. Um, he kind of looks around. I'm sort of in the middle of something, but I, I can know. meet them upstairs for a minute. That would be wonderful. And I am sorry, but they I think they would feel more comfortable if they met you before we... I'm sure. I just, I'm not much for socializing these days. I tend to be buried in my work. Believe me, I, I understand. It yes. won't be but a minute. I'll let them know that you are very busy and so that we can't Go ahead stay. and lead them into the sitting room. I'll meet you there. Okay. Having no idea where the sitting room is, I turn to it's the room you and- <laughs> go through. Uh, the one that you found the guy drunk first in. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. So, Weston, so I come back out and I take you guys in the sitting room and I say, so Weston is very busy, so he can't talk for long, but he has given me this and I hold up the bag of holding and these and I hold up the potion and he's also promised us 50 gold if we're able to retrieve the monster and he's one he's willing to meet with you it's just probably going to be brief sounds great i've got something for him too what do you have for west i brought a rat and a bat back <gasps> he's gonna be really pleased about that i think <laughs> yes i'd love to get them out of this pouch <laughs> all right so you're led into the sitting room where weston is waiting for you he's not sitting he gestures at the chairs if you wish to sit and he just, but he's standing he's, um First of all, you see a human male in his late 20s, sort of well-cut, uh, brown hair, short, clean-shaven, dressed nice. He's no longer wearing his uh, extremely bloody lab coat. Uh, you do detect the like red smears on his face and on the back of his hands, or he maybe didn't clean up quite as well. He has these brown, orange, and red eyes that are kind of like swirling and almost hypnotic in a way, which would tell... You that he probably has some swell blood in him in there somewhere. And he's wearing these wire-rimmed spectacles. And he looks at y'all. So you're the ones who are going to be helping uh, track this sewer monster. These are my friends, Beckus and Carl. I know if I've heard of you before. It's possible. I'm, I've been around quite a while. I think I've, I know someone who, uh, you're the, the woodcrafter, correct? Ah, yes. I love to uh, carve. Yes, I've heard you through someone... No doubt, uh, but Carl has a gift for I you. I don't get out much. Ah, uh, yes. Um, I... Okay. Um, Awkward. Well, I was in the sewer on an unrelated matter yesterday, and I uh, noticed some dead rats and bats, and I uh, collected one of each, and they... Well, dead rats are no big thing in the sewer. Bats seem rather odd. Well, it was it was weird. The most of the rat appeared to be fine, but part of it was rotted. So, um, here you go. So you had it in the pouch, I'm assuming. Um, here here you are. I would like that pouch back, though. He opens the pouch and kind of looks in. Doesn't seem too worried about like reaching in with his bare hands and pulling these things out. Hands you back the pouch. Says, Looks like a, some sort of necromantic influence. I've seen this sort of thing before. 
like something the whatever was affecting them eventually backfired on them joys of necromancy it always tends to kill something in the process of making something else not quite alive ah um i think i have an idea of what caused it i ran into a wouldn't say woman but uh an individual with uh, an ancient looking book that's uh, very interesting yes i uh had to flee before i could investigate further but she was surrounded with a bunch of rats that were slowly dying she had a book of spiders that attacked carl it's even more interesting sounds like dark magic to me i'm really more interested in the uh i mean i thank you for these and definitely could use uh, something else to study. But, um, yes, I'm more interested in this other thing, this anomaly that seems to be down there. I try to steer clear of magic when I can. I find it to be a little bit of a crutch that people have come to rely on. Ah, yes, it's always nice to do something with your hands. Yes, well, science is the future. Bon Bon Bon's just staring at Weston. Yeah, Beckus is discerning and would like to do a Portion Grand Lore to see if I recognize this person at all. Uh, go for it. Mm, that would be 16. Is not enough. He's not yeah. really. <laughs> <laughs> I think we can trust him. <laughs> you not get? high enough. Right, now, this he is not enough in the public eye for you to actually know. You do know what a Skinner is. Uh, they're basically people that do a lot of experiments on dead bodies and are generally disliked by the church and the Eureka Academy due to their sort of um, going against the tenets of the way you're supposed the to treat dead law. bodies. Pretty much. Yeah, yeah, so you know he's a Skinner. You know what they do. But again, Skinners do tend to be on the DL. They aren't usually public figures. So I don't trust him. Do you say that out loud? Do you say it out loud? No. I think <laughs> he just looks at you? <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> no. Well, um, thank you for these, and uh, good luck down there. Hopefully, um, you come back in one piece. And if you don't, I'll take whatever's left. If one of you happens to survive, I'll pay you for it. Bacchus bows as to not have to touch this man's hands. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure we'll see you again. Thank you, Weston. Yes, of course. A pleasure. Pleasure. I need to get back to work. Uh, Saris, if you could see them out. The uh, bald man just sort of waves his arms off. He's like he's hurting children through a doorway. <laughs> Isn't he great? He's certainly interesting. Beckus? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's not a word. That's not a response. You don't like him. There's something I don't like about him, no. I like him, and I... For someone who is an employable, he sure seems like he was very busy with something. He's trying to bring Why a corpse back to life. He's trying to bring a corpse back to life. Mm-hmm. He's very involved. Isn't that necromancy? He's not using magic. He's using, he's using elixirs and medicinal herbs. <laughs> science has he, he shown you science. these formulas he's a scientist <laughs> has he shown you these formulas because... not yet but i think he will well you have a right not to like him and what I'm exactly did he say that he was looking for down there a sewer monster 
He wants to study it. We want to stop it from killing or kidnapping things. It's a win-win. I just want to shoot that lady. And Carl just wants to shoot that lady. <laughs> that was a murder streak. <laughs> I just, I don't like spiders. <laughs> I didn't do anything to her. <laughs> All right. Okay. I'm going to think about that. Bon Bon is trying to wrap her head around this situation that she's in where she has a friend for really the first time in her life and a crush on someone for really the first time in her life, and her friend doesn't like that person that she likes. Uh-oh. And so she doesn't know how to handle too the much social like situation. Real life. <laughs> <laughs> how tall is a, is a snow goblin? Uh, like three and a half feet. He's like a five foot ten. Oh, yeah, no, it's super inappropriate. I'm, I'm just saying. <laughs> hey, you know, there are half elves, there's half orcs. Like, people just... I mean, you have you have enough to drink. It's like, hey, what do you want to do? I know what I want to do. In either case, we're going to wrap it up right there. You all have a direction to go. You have some nifty little items. So between now and next time, you'll have time to uh, think about how you want to approach the situation. You have a map with two discernible locations Shit of where things man. might be going on. I love that Jordy just wrote, I don't trust him down in the book. <laughs> And you also have uh, a little bit of time to uh, buy some stuff if you wanted to get geared up. So, uh, 50 can... gold, man. He's going to give us 50 gold. Even if you don't trust him. 50 gold. We could use. We could do a lot with that. Or we could just keep the bag and never see him again. How exactly did you get introduced to this fellow? Sinta. Yes, but who's, who sent Sinta? Gartuk. Okay. Yeah. yeah we trust gave... Gartuk. We like Gartuk. And if you just left with his bag, that's going to get back to Gartuk. It's going to cost Bonbon her job. I am It'll not get back to stealing the man's bag. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The East Block may we'll be a big see. place, but you know yeah, it's still a small neighborhood. We should see what he wants for the bag. I don't think he'll give it to us. Seems real convenient. This guy's trying to bring people back to life, and there's this undead woman walking around in the sewers. That's true. He does claim that he doesn't know what it is exactly in the sewer, but that but he's interested he in studying it. Rumors, I suppose. Well, I vote we stick the lady in the bag when we're done with her. My only concern would be if it is, in fact, an elderly woman who's harnessing some sort of like necromantic magic to attack people with ancient books full of spiders... Do we want to deliver that her unto a man who will most likely try to bring her back to life? And I can't believe I'm saying that because he's so handsome. But, <laughs> but I mean, that I that I'm I am a little worried about that. Well, I'd like to get a look inside of that book. There can't have just been like a thousand spiders in there. Yeah, that's really interesting. It looked really old. And if there is, like, what is this thing that Beckus was describing about eyes and tentacles? Did that also come out of the old woman's book? Or are there literally two monsters roaming the sewer right now, kidnapping children, in addition to whatever it was that was kidnapping children beforehand? We should see if we can lead them to each other and watch them fight. Oh, that'd be funny. <laughs> Versus. I feel like no, there's Carl, just... you said that uh, she was actively aggressive towards you when you approached her. Did she chase you? Uh, well, she sicked a swarm of spiders on me. Um, when I guess technic technically she did not. When she noticed me, I turned a corner and she she said, <laughs> and sicked a bunch of spiders on me. 
Uh, so aggressive, no. Arrow worthy, yes. Well, I'd like to go to the library. That's something that Beckus will never ever utter again in his <laughs> life. Uh, the library? Mm-hmm. Yes, I do suppose I could figure out what year it is. <laughs> or you could just ask us. <laughs> oh, um, I would have assumed you've been to the library several times since awakening several years ago. <laughs> You don't have to turn to books, man. We can tell you what day it is, what year it is. <laughs> what What year is it? What year is it? It is 1518, according to the Imperial Calendar. 1518, according to the Imperial Calendar. <laughs> what year was it before the Imperial Calendar? <laughs> it's a good question. You weren't, <laughs> you weren't awake when the Imperium showed up and conquered the North. You don't so this calendar is completely you new are, to you. Do you? Well, so you have I mean, like no way of calculating like how long you were a tree. Well, you can calculate back to the schism. Dusty. Yeah, I, I just I just want to see how long it's been since the elves split. Um, yeah, that you, was, you would know that. So how what are where are we at time wise? At like twelve thousand years, ten thousand years uh, after the schism. Yeah. No, it's uh, been six thousand. I'd have to open my file to see it. Okay. I know we it's haven't actually been about like, six thousand or six thousand five hundred years. This is the best. This is the best episode we've ever done. I'm having so much fun right now. <laughs> this is really, really. I good. feel like everybody's got into their characters now. I feel it definitely feels more fluid. Yeah. But anyway, we should wrap this up because this will get into a whole bunch of other stuff. And we want to um, go to the library, though. We might go to the library, That'll which means I have a whole other thing to prep because I never thought anybody would actually go to the library. Uh, yeah. Good job tonight, guys. Well, thank you. Well, and uh, well, thank you for everybody who's been listening. It was wonderful entertaining you tonight. We'll be back. We'll see what happens at the library, what happens in the sewers, uh, whether Carl gets to put an arrow in the old woman as his bloodthirst craves. He wants to shoot that woman. Uh, does Bon Bon, uh, you know, get uh, a check yes or no note from <laughs> uh, the good doctor? <laughs> or is Beckus right? I just want to know if this woman's like doing it out of her own volition or if she's being controlled. Yeah, that's a good question. Well, those are questions to be answered. I don't trust no one. <laughs> but until next week, I have been Jason McKinley. I am the Game Master. I have been Molly, playing Bon Bon and Grimlock. I'm Ali, and I've been playing Carl. And I'm Jordy, and I've been playing Beckus. Thank you all for listening. See you next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Adios. Let's do this episode three. We're well on our way. Do you stop? Can you guys hear that? <laughs> oh, that was wet one. Stop la, 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 la. Oh, I thought we were doing a mic check. <laughs> yeah, do we I'm check trying the mics? to start? <laughs> All right, we're gonna be quiet for you now, so you can do your All intro. right, do you want to play Pathfinder? No, that's cool. <laughs> do the thing. I'm trying. <laughs> Keep interrupting me. Sorry. Let me check my notes. So unprofessional. No, I printed it out. Did I like Nobody will ever know once you edit it out. Yeah, that's true. I wasn't sure what I was going to say. I leaned up like I was going to say something, <laughs> and then I actually didn't have anything to say. Uh, Sorry.